Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. We can find instant satisfaction in almost anything these days. Sleepy? Instant coffee. Need to sell your car fast? Car sales? Instant offer. That's right. Sell your car the instant way. And get it done with Australia's most trusted site for cars. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for Same Race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Mate, I can't just introduce him. I'm going to need some music, Louie. Pet it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know what I is. That's my great mate. That's my great mate. Played a lot of Kiwi football with him, this bloke. He's an icon of the game. Played for New Zealand. Won us a game way back in 1995 in the opener of the World Cup. One of those all-time great games <laughs> where we were down by 10 points from Tonga and Richie Blackmore took the ball under his arm and basically carried the whole team, the whole Kiwi team, over over the line. Got us up by one point. Um, but, yep, he's back in New Zealand, selling real estate, making yeah. a killing for Bailey's, I think it is, out, out in Karaka. And also stays involved in the game. One of the one of the coaches of New Ze- in the New Zealand market that um, hopefully one day we'll see in the NRL. But just want to say a big shout out and a big welcome to my good mate, my centre, one of the best centres I've ever played with, Richie. Good morning, mate. How are you? There he is, Kempe. Yeah, yeah. Good mate. Hey, thanks for that introduction. I think it was. Gee, I'm I'm not sure if I was um, dragging <laughs> anyone other than yourself. Uh, forward over the line. <laughs> yeah, mate, I wasn't that bad that day. <laughs> hey, mate, um, just just tell us what are you what are you up to these days? What are you? What are you I know you're selling a bit of real estate. You're still coaching. Still coach. Oh, look, I've, I've, I've parked the uh, queue up on that one at the moment, and um, as I often do, I do a few uh, two three year stints, and then I um, go back to trying to make um, a living, and then maybe I get uh, itchy feet and go back again have another coaching stint, uh, but at the moment I've parked up and doing real estate. A lot of people don't really understand no. this, but you, you've got such a wonderful analytical um, brain for the game. What what was your take on the first game, the Warriors, the other day? What was your take on Sean Johnson's return? Okay, um, yeah, gee, look, uh, I always sort of think at the start of any NRL season, you kind of see the best, uh, best and worst of teams, and I thought on the weekend we saw the worst of the Warriors. Um, I wasn't sure or convinced at, at the uh, constant noise that they changed their game plan. I thought it was pretty stale. Um, they they lacked, a, I don't know, some um, imagination to their footy. Uh, they looked like they just didn't have the confidence to play uh, uh, an expansive game. So from that point of view, uh, I, I wouldn't give it a pass mark. Sean Johnson, oh, I thought he was nice. Um, he he had some good touches, but um, you know I, the Warriors have to move away from trying to put so much uh, expectations on players that certainly come in after a year that they um, they, they know they didn't do well and they they're hoping to get more out of their season 
Um, and they, they, they're putting a lot of weight on Sean Johnson and, and how he performs. Look, what is he now? He's back in the back 20s. And he's hitting, is he 30 yet? Yeah, 31, mate. 31, there you go. So he's, he's not that guy that was uh, running around trying to take on a, a, the whole team. Um, so to expect to stand back and see him pull something out of the out of the head as, as, as we're known him to do 10 years ago, um, we've just got to back off and let him play his footy. Hey, Richie, it's Izzy here, mate. Great to have you on the show. Um, just uh, quickly, on, on the Warriors' game plan, I know within the league structures, most sides, they, they play a similar kind of type of game plan. You know, they get the ball, they get the, the, the forwards eating up the metres and they do a few black balls and, and go out wide. You'd know a bit more than, than me about how to unfold. What would you like to see from there? What, what style of game plan would you like to see them um, instill into their game come this week? What would, what would Nathan Brown be, be telling the boys? I was, well, look, I've been hoping you're telling them for the last uh, five, six months, certainly over the off-season, <laughs> that um, <laughs> we've got to move away from chasing that structured Australian um, bland footy. For some reason, yeah. we look like we've gone, we're, we've brought it into the game and Australians have left and moved on to, and Penrith Panthers are, are the current sort of exponents of it, um, being able to create footy, even if it's 20, 10 metres off your try line, they're not... Um, uh, afraid to shift two, three, three passes wide. We seem to think that it's field position, field position and territory and that's it. And, and we, we want to base our game off the back of that. I think that that mentality passed some time ago. We're still, we still haven't got mm. the um, memo. Yeah, Richie, you're dead right. The, you know, the, the left-hand side that Sean Johnson plays on, the uh, sorry, the left-hand side that Cody played on, the right-hand side that Sean sticks to, if you have a look... Um, at some of the, the better teams where they're, they're movable parts, they're six and seven, they're linking up and shifting that ball two or three wide. What, what do you just think it's a, it's a lack of wanting to do it or that Nathan Brown hasn't seen that everyone else is moving on and just playing what's in front of them? Yeah, I don't think looking at it from that performance, it's not being presented to them in a way for which they, they can be, uh, I guess, um, confident. Uh, feel they they be supported and the ability to shift that. Look, you're never going to get it right. And the 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 first thing in this type of footy is to accept that defensively you're going to have to um, cover yourself when things don't go too well when you try to do that sort of footy. But um, the moment they they look apprehensive, they don't they don't look confident to, to examine or test it. Um, it. It looks too forced when they do do it. So it's mm. it's more structured than it is. Um, um, there, oh, looks like we might have just. Hey. You still, you still there, Richie? Yeah, I'm here. Yeah, yeah. No, it does look, it does look pretty structured. I look, I, I agree with you, Richie. What's, what's probably when I mean, you, you know, a lot of these kids that have been coming through the grades because you, you've been coaching in the, the Fox Memorial, the Premiership here in Auckland, where most of them are playing. Is there a kid that's standing out for you that should be getting a crack in the Warriors side? Um, you know, I mean, look, I mean, if there was an upside on this performance, well, the, just the fact that they had a game of, and they played the two young centres, um, by Leah and Berry, Rocker Berry. Yeah, and they and you and you I, you've been a prolific centre, um, mate. Are they up to this? Are they up to standard? You know, because as you know, when we played, 
there was so much expectation on your centres. You know, it's one of the hardest places to, to defend on the field. Are uh, you thinking that the, the, the centres have been stereotyped um, just more as a as a back rower sitting out there as opposed to being the attacking player and the and the threat that they're meant to be back in the that we used to have back in the late nineties, early two thousands. Yeah, yeah. Look, uh, and you're right. They've done it for a while here. They've put the wings of centres. Um, a lot of coaches, certainly the coaches like Nathan Brown, who who struggle at best, he struggles as a coach. That's why he found himself picking up the Warriors' job. You know, so you've got to go back to little situations like that. He, he, he hasn't proven himself to be a, um, a sought-after coach. He's jumped in here. It's a new life for him. Typical sort of coaches like that could the win because they don't want to. They, they don't feel confident enough to allow these um, and I call them kids inexperienced to uh, test test the their uh, flair. And if they are not prepared to allow them to test their flair, then the, the, that that flair gets uh, coached out of them and they become a second row out on the edge. That's not what centres have ever really been about. Certainly not the best centres. And if you look around in the game, um, I think they're an un. Well, not unspoken, but they're not they're not um, praised or, or, or recognised enough to be the difference between one team and another. I, I think they are, but at the moment, mm. look, these two are young, which is why I do like the fact they chucked them in. It'll be disappointing if they don't give them many games moving forward. I thought Bailea defensively needs to work on his um, confidence defensively, but um, first game, I don't think he's much more than 20 years old, but um, Rocco, he, he, he doesn't give me the... Um, the excitement that he's going to turn into a uh, a, a frightening centre, um, very safe. But um, look, still again, young. We don't know what, what confidence can do to an individual when they're young, and then they start to get a bit of uh, experience be, behind them. Hey Richie, I've been listening to the last five ten minutes, mate. And you're making absolute sense because when I think of the Warriors, I think back to the early two thousands when they just played whatever they play at scene. You know, Farmuina over the back of his head, and they scored that wonderful try at Mount Smart in Auckland. Like the identity is freestyle, razzle dazzle, just play what they see, offload galore. If you were coach and if you went back into the team, would you be trying to instill the Warriors' identity? Because like from hearing you talk, I feel like they have definitely been coached out of that and we've lost that freedom, that willingness to just throw the ball around from all parts of the field. You know, and I, I carry the flag there. I think part of that identity got um, phased out and, and continued to do in the fact that we, we continue to lead towards the Australians to coach the uh, the Warriors, which was born out of ultimately the Kiwis. New Zealanders wanted to show their, their ability Across the park, not just players, but also management, trainers, coaches, administrators, um, and it's it's been hijacked from the Australian. Um, they're forging their mentality into the, in, into the Warriors, uh, almost saying that you know that that style of football is not uh, politically correct. So let's let's straighten you <laughs> out. Let's get these, you know. Um, Cut your shirt and pull your socks up, pal, and you guys will go okay. But um, yeah, we as Kiwis kind of kind of like to go against that. Well, we we tend to want to challenge authority. Um, or certainly Get those I braids out like of your hair. Hey, <laughs> talking about challenging, <laughs> talk about a challenging authority, mate. You know, why did it? Did, why don't you tell people why I played that music? You've got a you've got a boat story. You've got a digger story. You've been you've been involved in a couple of pub car park brawls. Tell us some tell us some why I've played that music, mate. 
I can't even help you. What I what I do know is the, the car park rule. I was, I was saving you, Kempi, um, <laughs> from any trouble, as, as often as the case. It was normally that was the only reason how I got into brawls. Was you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a funny story, oh, mate. Richie, Richie, over summer, Kempi filled in, and um, oh man, he had us for about half an hour in hysterics, telling us this story about you on the water matter. Harbour, um, and uh, uh, I'm not going to go through that story, but yeah, mate. I mean, was you don't get a Maori boy, a bit of money, and 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 a boat. Don't buy a boat. That's what you do. You get a bit of cash. You go, what the heck? What else shall I do? A boat. Yeah, I've never been out on the harbour, but um, it was an interesting. Geez, I'm sure the boat, uh, the boatmaster, whoever was watching, and 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 the crowd on the on the shores found it uh, entertaining. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mate, and, and not well, not, only, not, the we not only, had the boat for a week. Yeah, not only that, and, and <laughs> Judith, Judith and the mink coat, mate. Judith and the mink coat and the Mayday calls—they were all, it was all fun. Oh, my God. <laughs> hey, mate, good to talk to you today. I um, I hope that you do get a shot one day, Richie, in the NRL. You know, um, they can't they can't do any worse than they've they've got at the moment. If they can, if they want someone who understands what flair is about, then um, you know, Richie Blackmore brings it in bucket loads. But mate, good to talk to you. I can't wait to get you in the out, up here to come and have a beer with the boys and tell them a few few of those stories. I know I know they're going to have to bring their laughing their laughing goggles because they'll be crying for hours. I hope that the, um, this coming week the Warriors pick up the um, performance a bit and um, we'll get a, they get a win. Won't be easy against the um, uh, who is it, the Gold Coast. Yeah, thanks, Richie. Yeah, that's my good mate, Richie. Cheers, Richie. Richie Blackmore. Uh, yeah, look, Louis, great man, great man. He he got to fill got to fill us in on the rest of that. Like, just quick, give us the like, give us the two minute version. Oh mate, this this like you said, Maori boy with a lot of money driving driving down West Haven. You know you know that up here is he yeah. driving down West Haven towards yeah. the Harbour Bridge. Yeah. Looks out to his right, he sees a boat. It looks like the the cars on Miami Vice. He said, "I said what it looked like." He said, "Had a yeah. spoiler, <laughs> had a spoiler." So he, he turns around, he turns around, goes back, he walks in to the shop and says, oh, "I want to buy a boat." And the guy says, "What boat?" He says, "That one." And he said, "What the one the one out there?" He goes, "Yeah, the one with the spoiler." So that's Friday. That's Friday. <laughs> Takes it yep. out Saturday. Yep. Guy gives him free fishing rods and all that. Takes his wife comes in with a mink coat and high heels, and the ki- and the two yeah. girls takes takes the boat out. And I said, "And what what about those big poles with the red the red and the green on them? What did you do when you saw those?" He goes, "Mate, danger, danger! Stayed as far away from them as possible." He <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and made it out. He made it out, and he didn't even know how to put a bit of bait on a hook. He said, "We didn't we didn't do much fishing," and he said, "I didn't check the weather. Weather got up and started blowing blowing the shit out of the boat. It was a, it was like a speedboat. It should have been out in the harbour." <laughs> so so he's decided to come back. He said it was it was helpful leather trying to get back into the harbour. Um, and yeah. the wife's on the. He, he gets back and he's trying to come back up the Waitemata to get into to the viaduct there. Well, he can't get in. The guy says, "Mate, you can't come in here. It's full." You know, and he's going, "Oh shit!" He said, "You have to go around the corner to Milford." So he's going, "Shit, I have to get back out into the harbour. It's dangerous." So they get back out, mate. <laughs> going around. Well, the wife sort of ended up on the mobile. Mayday, mayday, we're in trouble. Mayday. <laughs> this is the funniest part. He gets around. I don't know if you've been to Milford, but he gets around there and he says, "This water's going over this big concrete, like big concrete um, breakwater." And he's looking at it. He's going. Yeah. 
Well, how the hell do they get over that? Well, slow tide, mate. <laughs> so he goes, he, go, he goes to me, he goes. Oh, you must have had to just floor it. I thought you must have just had to floor it. <laughs> oh nah. So he, she's going, mayday, 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 in a mink coat. And what he said was, all the boys are laughing on the beach because they're watching the from the boatmaster's house. <laughs> and he's floored the speedboat, and he's tried to jump over the breakwater. And the boat's got stuck on top of the breakwater. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's like 10 o'clock in the morning, mate. The beach is full of people. And he's jumped out and he's holding the boat up because the oh. waves are hitting it. Trying to say, get out, get out. They go, what are we doing? He goes, get in the cab. <laughs> so, so they jump in a cab, go home. Mate, he's left it there on the breakwater. No. And, and the, he's, no. he's gone home and he said, oh, no, what happens when the tide comes and it's going to smash into all those boats? <laughs> but the boat master was watching, mate. They came down. They said, thanks, Richie. That was the funniest thing we've ever seen. <laughs> and I don't know if you go back and read the history of it. In the, in the paper, oh. Richie Blackmore had to pull out of the game the following day because he pulled a hamstring. Well, he actually had all his feet were cut from oyster shells from standing oh. on the oyster shells in the water, mate. Just the funniest man um, with stories that I've ever heard, mate. He's got a hundred of them and a, and a really good bloke to boot. Oh, oh, that was so good. That was one of the great yards, Kemp. You're a good storyteller too. Hopefully we can sit down and have a quiet one with Richard Blackmore, <laughs> mate. And I want to come back and talk about his, uh, about the Warriors and how they've gone away from from being the Warriors' identity. I, I, that just to- made total sense, mate, and I, I could see you in the background, just a green nod in your head. He made absolute sense here was Richie Blackmore, and I think we could touch on that a little bit more because I feel the same, um, just having a really listen to that. But coming up, we're going to have a wee chat to Paulie Mwari for our TAB live catch-up. That was Richie Blackmore. You're listening to Baz and Izzy for breakfast. Thanks to the Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now.